Kara Hayward stifled a yawn. Things were tough all over, and she was happy she had a job. Actually, she had three. She had to do what paid the rent, and right now, that included working part-time at Make Me a Bear in Southbridge Mall. She pinned on a bright smile and drew her attention back to the round green kitty table. She sat with a boy and a girl she guessed to be around six, bear-making and babysitting. It was a service the store offered. For an extra fee, parents could leave their precious little ones for up to two hours of peaceful shopping at the mall. The area was cordoned off to resemble a medieval castle and was run on a check-in, check-out system with matching ID wristbands for the parents and child. The red-headed boy tugged on her gingham print apron and asked, Are you married? Not waiting for her answer, he added, You're pretty. Thanks. It wasn't that she didn't like little kids. She'd never been around them enough to feel comfortable. No, Billy, I'm not married. But it's almost Valentine's Day, the blonde girl exclaimed. She was missing her two front teeth, so her words came out with a lisp. You need to be married if you're a big person and it's Valentine's Day. Kara laughed. You don't need to be married. You are just supposed to have someone special to spend the day with. Do you? the girl asked. What color eyes should your bear have? Kara tried to distract them with a change in the conversation. And then, after that, you get to stuff your bear and pick out an outfit for them to wear. There was a commotion out in the mall. Kara tried to see over the castle wall, but her view was partially obstructed by gray blocks of styrofoam. Angry voices filtered in, making her and the kids jump up from their seats to see. A crowd formed around two young men yelling at one another. One swung his fist and punched the other in the face. The crowd held their cell phones high to capture the event and egged them on. One clutched the other's coat and swung him around and into the Make Me a Bear store. He crashed through the flimsy castle wall and landed on the floor next to her and the kids. Kara cried out, and grabbed the children by the backs of their shirts. She yanked them behind her, just as the man fell across the table. What are you doing? she yelled at the two fighters, as one came after the other. Stop! There are little kids here! They ignored her pleas and escalated the fight. Brittany, her co-worker, screamed and ran behind the counter that held the cash register. The store was small and crowded with merchandise, so there wasn't much room for the fighters to maneuver as more people streamed in. One of the fighters hit a table filled with bear merchandise, and it flew into the air. The little girl next to her was crying. Kara turned the kitty table over on its side and pushed the two kids behind it for protection. Stay there, she ordered. The dark-haired man tripped over the collapsed wall and tumbled towards her. She shoved with all her might at the man's back as he stepped closer. Out of the corner of her eye, 
she spotted Brittany's red apron. A second later, Spray missed the man who dodged to the side and hit her square in the face. The burning and gagging sensation was instant. Pepper spray. Brittany told her she'd bought it for protection, but not from her. Someone in the crowd yelled, Let's get out of here. The cops are coming. I have an outstanding traffic warrant, Brittany screamed again, and, in her blurred vision, Kara saw her run out into the mall with the can still in her hand. Kara stumbled back and fell to her knees, coughing and choking. Her eyes were on fire, and she couldn't breathe. She patted her hands across the carpet and crawled across the floor until she found the two children. Are you okay?